Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Hey, you know, this has been like, Mr. Producer, I've been in a good mood now. (laughs) Two days straight. And you keep walking up and basically saying, will you take that smile off your face pretty much? Tell me how I'm doing that. You kind of do. You give me that look like, why do you have so much joy? That's my normal face. No, it's not. The pissed off face? It's my resting, my (laughs) RBH. My RBF. <laughs> so uh, this podcast uh, is with me, Joe Oltman, and uh, Jake Frejo. Jake Frejo. I Good evening. Right. I, I was going to call you Frito. But did, did you get this Starbucks cup when you were in the Middle East? I did, actually. Really? Yeah. You don't strike me as a Starbucks guy. That's weird. I'm definitely not a Starbucks guy. But I, but I used to collect Starbucks cups back <laughs> in the day before I figured, <laughs> I figured out that they were super woke. Um and so, and once I got woke, I wanted them out of my house. So I decided that I would. I remember I actually to took a carload of them to the thrift store. Did you really? Your wife was like, "Yeah, just get rid of these. Let's get rid of these." There's like 50 cups. I took them to the all Starbucks. Yep. Coat? All, yeah. I took I took one, but so yeah. But I've been. Which one did you take? Uh, the cactus one. The cactus. A bunch of cactuses on it. What, which one was that from? Which I Starbucks? Think New Mexico. How oh, was it really? No, I took the New not, Mexico no. one. Oh my gosh! Out of all the ones that I had, I had Dubai, Egypt, Syria. Um, Kenya. Ooh, that was a good one. What did you guys do with that it's one? It's very woke of you. I had to get rid of them, though. And the reason why I had to get rid of them is because I don't do Starbucks. And when I tell you that I was a collector of, like, I collect things, here's something else you need to know about me. Guns, bourbon, cats, all of it. That's pretty personal. That's, that's really <laughs> personal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro, I'm sorry. I didn't know that's really alive. personal. Coming from the I, dude who would collect toothbrushes if they were made ooh. out of silver, right? oh, why don't you just yeah. calm down? Or you know, yeah. if they if they were that, like this Tapatio guy. brand, uh, Tapatio brand toothbrushes, I know you collect that's those. A, that's an ethnic jab. Yeah, this is kind of an ethnic jab, but it worked. I'll say All it right. again. Okay, so I live on land, so I have cats because mice, right? I do like bourbon. I, please don't hold that against me. What was the other one? Guns. Uh, and this I, is the one redeemable. And I have. <laughs> <laughs> the one redeemable. Actually, what the, no, hell the, gun, is wrong the guns with you? and bourbons were the, the yeah. cat. It made up for the cats. Yeah, but here's the thing. Privately, he's like, "Oh, you're kitty, 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 kitty." <laughs> and we're talking about a cat here. It's true. He actually has conversations with them. I hate both of you. <laughs> no, he does. He'll he'll be like, "You, how dare you? How you dare come you? here when you listen yeah. to me?" And he cooks some food. When, I, when I'm making Probably. you food, how dare he you approach me like, before I'm, it's ready? Before I finish the, the marinade on your cat food, how dare you? Hey, so listen, we, we got to talk about this. Steve Bannon has been all over the place cl- proving out more election fraud. And he's proven it from a guy who actually is coming forward. Now, here's the problem with this, is the election fraud is in the machines. Guys, listen to me. The election fraud is in the machines. I don't give a shit what they say about people stuffing ballot boxes. I do because of Steve Bannon. 
And I love Steve Bannon. By the way, Steve Bannon is the only guy that's been above reproach in all of this. He has absolute courage. He doesn't care. They're like, ah, we're going to arrest you. He's like, I'll turn myself in next. And he's the only guy that gives Mike Lindell a platform. Yeah. And has him on consistently. And hears him out and lets him explain his part of the, part, side well, of the story. Well, well, that's not true. Because we actually hear him out quite a bit. And we have him on and do those things as well. But, oh, yeah. So somebody just said, I forgot dogs. I got three dogs. We'll have a picture of my dogs on here in a little bit. I got to show you my dogs. Um, but Steve Bannon today broke a story about a whistleblower that came forward and said I was paid $10 per ballot. Was it $10 per ballot? Right? $10, Ten per dollars, ballot. yeah. He had 4,500 ballots, 45K. one person. Now, the reason why this is important is because he was paid $10 per ballot to stuff ballot boxes uh, for the Georgia Senate race, which means all the things that they've actually passed based on the Georgia Senate is all fraudulent. Now, we know that they cheated in the machines. And I'm going to tell you that we, we have a bunch of information related to what happened in Georgia. Um, you know, and I've talked about this before. I was asked, they came in, they hammered me, hammered me, hammered me, hammered me. Hey, Joe, how do you know that this is the way that the election fraud works? And very rudimentary. I'm very simple. So I want people to understand the fraud that exists. So I'm going to, you know, I think it's actually a good idea. Let's replay this if we can. I'm going to, if we can, Mr. Producer, I'm going to give you the information related to the, um, the uh, piece that shows the, uh, they created. I, I think he, uh, you guys were working on it, right? Which one? You don't have the, the, the Bannon piece or War Room piece? I have a special treat. I, I got some uh, videos from Ron Watkins for what, what was done in Arizona. Some uh, close uh, uh, footage, uh, the you security do? camera footage. Yeah, he put it well, out today, uh, but he got some uh, pretty uh, incriminating behavior. People uh, unwrapping new flash drives people throwing out ballots in a dumps like a garbage can that was supposed to be yeah, locked. That, that's and then actually not that clear. Out. That's actually not that clear. So they walked in. So that's not as clear as other things. That's clear as mud. There's other things that he wrote. I've seen some of those videos, but let's let's roll a couple of those videos. Do you have a, a list? Because I don't see a list over here. That was just sent over. Okay. I was having trouble downloading them. Um, Email. Uh, number one. Yeah, it's uh, the A1 that came from me. And where's all my papers, guys? Send Zach in, please, to get me all my papers so that I have the stuff for Air Medicare Network and our sponsors. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, keep going. It's almost like everyone threw everything out. So you have A1, A2, and then I have the, the link for the third one. Uh, some woman filtering through a box of ballots, taking photos of them, uh, ballots being tossed and then pulled out again. A1, okay. A1, I believe, is... Play A1. Play A1, Let's play please. A1. And this is Arizona. So... Things are starting to heat up. For as much as they keep trying to bury it, things are starting to heat up. So here we, we have some guys. Uh, These are ballot envelopes, people. See those? Those, those are ballot envelopes. Are there, now, there's possibly now ballots listen, in envelopes. You see how she drops it and walks out? That is supposed to be a locked trash can. I'm trying to see what oh, she's wait. doing with the door there. And then she lifts it up after she throws something in there and goes, wait, what is going no, no, on No, no, no. This is down the road. This is time down the road. And she goes and pulls it out. You notice there's time change. You yeah, see she's fishing. Fi she's fishing them out several minutes or hours after the fact. But can we replay that? Because there's almost a part in the beginning where they try blocking the camera with the door. You notice she's like, like reaching, reaching to the ceiling. Let's play that again. What? Watch her. Watch her, Joe. It's like she's trying to 
It's like they're trying to pull the door back to block what they were doing. What was what was that for? Kind of a weird deal. For those of you on the audio version, that the the thing is open and they're going, wait, this woman throws something into the trash can and And this woman's like looking at him and she's going, hey, listen, what is all this? And aren't they supposed to keep them on record? I think they're supposed to keep those on record. 22 months, I think. Mr. Producer, do you have uh, A2? Let's switch over to A2. Yeah, this is them unwrapping uh, in a secure area, a new hard drive or a new flash drive. You know, I, I, I disagree or, or argue with you, Joe, when you say that this isn't talking about the machines. Don't the, don't the machines need to be fed? And yeah. When we're talking about the Georgia aspect, you got to feed the machine. So it's yep. not just the machines. There is the, the ballot component to it. There is the paper component right. to it. So listen, <coughs> we have the video. and I think that you've broken it up, haven't you, Mr. Producer? The video of Steve Bannon, what he's talking about with the uh, whistleblower so there's going to be it's a not with the whistleblowers with andy biggs with andy biggs yeah they have named the whistleblower though i believe all right so so let's go ahead and by the way there's lots of whistleblowers there's lots of whistleblowers and we are going to be running a campaign to raise money to pay whistleblowers because frankly people we want more and more whistleblowers to come forward we have a couple inside of dominion we have one inside of runbeck we have some really incriminating information and that information will be used to make sure that we do not use machines in the 2022 election. I'm sorry, Joe. I have to interrupt. But yeah. Rumble comments here. It says, uh, Medic1541 says, Hey, Joe and Jake, sorry for being off topic, but I just found out that the potato, now by potato, I'm assuming he means the potatoes, right? Yeah. Uh, is coming to Boulder County on Friday. Can we get some people together? Joe, I... I assuming you're this not interested medic. in this. No. For really loud, let's go, Brandon Chan. I let... Am I am I good for that? Are you serious? We should strap a so speaker way, to the top of the Jeep. Medic is, um, it, she has a great story, by the way. And I met her at the event um, up in Loveland. In, in, uh, I think it was in, actually, well, well way, way up north, Weld County. And um, can't get, can buy a gun because she bought a gun from DCF Guns in Castle Rock. But can't get on the base because she's on some secret list because she went to the Capitol on January 6th for the address of grievances. Didn't go in the Capitol, but just because she was there, they went ahead and put her on a list because they came and talked to her. We're going to have so, her on this week, by the way. Are we? Great. Yeah, it, that's going to be a great story to tell because it's just another story of the government doing what the government does, and that is being shitbags and hurting average everyday Americans that give 52 cents on every dollar to them so that they can go give it to foreign interests and let the borders be open and steal the vote of the American people while trying to say that they're for them. Oh, did, did that hurt? I think that hurt. I think I hurt somebody. Did I hurt someone by saying that? Yeah. Do you have medics in contact info? Huh? I do. We should figure out where, I mean, where specifically they're going to be going so we could at least get a megaphone. Yeah, I think it's a good I idea. I might be able to get her to call in right now. Yeah, no, if well, she has any right more Right now, I want to walk through fantastic. this stuff. We only have 40 minutes to Absolutely. go through this. Go. Sorry, but we're, we can have her on later in this week. But I want to walk through all of this information. Everyone, I want you to understand something. I'm going to try and find the, the um, actual diagram that I provided, and that is how the fraud existed, how the fraud was created in 2020, um, in November 3rd of 2020. 
But I, I want us to stay focused on a few things. We have whistleblowers are saying that they're giving given money to stuff ballot boxes. Now, that's probably true. And the whistleblower can come forward and say, I made $45,000 off stuffing 4,500 ballots inside of ballot boxes. But make no mistake, the actual damage that is done to the American people is in, is in the voting system. It is in the code in the voting system. I am a system architect expert. I promise you this. No one has ever come back and said that what happened in the 3rd of November 2020, when I said on, on January 5th, I go, this is what's going to happen in, in Georgia. I predicted everything that was going to happen. Now, I love Mike Lindell. I think some of the work that he's done is absolutely important and amazingly accurate. The stuff that he's doing in Mesa County, the stuff that he is funding, the things that he is doing in order to create accountability, all of that stuff is great. But they are trying to sugarcoat things, and you don't need people that are coming in from China in order to change votes. You need something the size of a cell phone that is sitting, sitting in plain sight, that is able to take the information that is collected. It could be actually centralized. It could be somewhere else as those votes get pushed to a centralized location because most of you do not understand that mail-in ballots are not counted in the precincts by which those mail-in ballots come in. They go into counting offices for uh, Runbeck and Runbeck will count those ballots and then say, or oh, here's the ballots. It's all a lie, people. But then the adjudication file would still get sent to the, the county, files. the county handler. But, but that's right? not that's Rundick not where runs it, or they no, run listen, it. Listen, I'm, listen. I'm asking. I'm, I'm listen, listen. Asking for clarity. There's a there's a holding house. So so the votes in say Michigan might be counted in Colorado. They won't even be counted in Michigan. But so where does the adjudication aspect? The adjudication where does that fall on, to the county or on, to the county? Well, it depends on where the vote is actually put through the system. Okay. And this is why people don't understand what's happening with their votes. People think that when they do a mail-in ballot, all the mail-in ballots come to a, a counting center in some area, in some area that allows for them to um, count them in that precinct or in that county or in that state. That is not true. And as a result, there's no transparency in the election. What more importantly to that is that the ballots that are counted at the precinct or at the county or at the state, those ballots go through a system. They have an adjudication process. There's adjudication process on both sides. But, but what people don't understand is that your ballot is hidden. They can do whatever they want with ballots. The reason why they want to do full forensic audits is really simple. If they did a full forensic audit, they would have to show you what the process is. And if it wasn't for me going through step by step, if it wasn't for some of the whistleblowers at Dominion, at ESNS, at Runbeck, if it wasn't for county clerk and recorders, if it wasn't for other people, I wouldn't be able to validate all the information. And frankly, had that piece of trash Coomer not sued me, I would have never dug into it. I would have said, you guys go figure it out. You guys go figure it out. This guy's a piece of shit. He's a biased piece of shit who basically thinks America's shit and wants to support Antifa, which is a communist socialist agenda. But I wouldn't have gotten in the middle of it. I would have let you guys figure it out. So, and by the way, Coomer, if you wouldn't have sent your little bitches after me, if you wouldn't have sent those people to my house, if you wouldn't have tried to come after me and kill me and do the things that you did by sending people with guns to my home, you wouldn't have done that? Hey, look. They would have figured out what they figured out about you and the fact that you're, you, you like to abuse and sexually abuse your wife. 
and that you're, uh, you wear Satan or Satan tattoo on your forearm. We would have figured out that you're biased. You run 50% of the vote. They would have figured all that stuff out. But you would have cooked your own goose. You would have had to come forward and do your own thing, Mr. Public Figure, 50% of the vote of the American people, public interest. Go piss on yourself. You would have had to do that. See, you guys aggravated the guy that can get to the bottom of the election fraud. So effectively fed the gremlin after you fed You fed a guy that literally has just does not know quit. I'm from the south side of heaven. You do something to come after me, okay, let's do it. I don't give a shit about money. I give no shits about money. None. I give none, no shits about it. I don't care about anything other than getting to the bottom of the crap that you pulled. I don't give a crap about anything other than us as Americans, as Americans, being able to preserve who we are as a nation and not let some piece of trash come in and try to steal from us. So when you talk about the whistleblower, we need to play some of that video, Mr. Producer. But when you talk about that video, you guys caused the pain. You guys are the ones that pushed me in the middle of it and, and, and did the things that I had to do to protect the American people. You did, not me. Shouldn't have gotten on that call. You shouldn't have run your freaking mouth. That's what you shouldn't have done. Loose lips sink ships. But that's what you did. And so as a result, I got in the middle of it. I got in the middle of it because you think that somewhere along the line, that what's ever in your brain, and your brain just doesn't seem to work right, you figure that that was more important than what you said about people in Texas, which never happened. It's more bullshit from you that you were sitting in a thing and it's like, oh, er, wait, you're the, we should probably go back to that, that, that particular Facebook post. You lied. And then you were afraid of the truth and you lied, but you dragged me into this fight. So I don't care about 4,500 ballots. I really don't. Because I think that that's just more of the deep state and the opposition saying, hey, listen, see, we found it. We found the fraud. No, they've been stealing your freaking vote for decades. And it's in the system. It's in the system. Probably a good time for an ad read. It's not a good time for an ad read. Okay. We've got a couple minutes before we do that. I'm fired up, Jake. I'm fired really? up. Oh, you can't tell, can you? No. You can't fire. You can't I've been around you too long. Mr. Producer, do we have that video? Let's go. All right. See? Right in the New York Times, CNN. This is where elections get stolen. So I don't, here's what I don't understand with Raffensperger. You got these tapes. Engelbrecht and, uh, and, and the True the Vote guys got it for four requests. Had to fight through the whole system to get this stuff. Why wasn't this looked at 15 months ago? Those tapes are there. They're supposed to be reviewed. So, John, what is going on? You see the guys doing the ballot harvesting on the tapes. Why did the apparatus controlled by Republicans in Georgia not review this? And why are we sitting here on January 5th, the night, the evening before, the day before January 6th? Andy Biggs is coming in about the prisoners down there. You know, Andy Biggs is a tough litigator. He's a tough hombre. He's in here. Why, why is Andy Biggs got to take his time? We should be working on stuff in Arizona. Why are we even here when this stuff should have been looked at on the 4th of November of 2020, sir? Their policy was if we ignore it, it'll go away. Republicans will just get onto something else and roll over like they've done for 50 years, right? That's what they banked on. It didn't happen because of shows like ours, our posse, we kept fighting. Here's the bottom line of this. You can't ballast harvest in Georgia. What turned this around is a whistleblower 
that came forward. On the tapes, they identified 240 of the same people going around the state, stuffing ballot drop boxes between 2 and 5 a.m., not 8 p.m. at night, not 10 a.m., between 2 and 5 a.m., where they were emptying backpacks out and dropping 10, 15, 20, 100 ballots into a drop box. Totally illegal. Now, they also commercially checked phone records against all this. And here's what they found. They got 240 people doing this on tape over and over and over. But here's the here's the bottom line, right? The one whistleblower that came forward because allegedly his mom uh, said, look, what you were doing was wrong. You need to be honest about it. Own up to it. He wow. said that he was paid $10 a ballot. I just want you to do the math here. He was paid $10 a ballot. And he made $45,000 between November 3rd and the runoff. Two elections, he made $45,000. Stop, stop. They paid a guy, this one guy of, of hundreds, they paid a guy, guy. $45,000. And he'll admit to that. Oh, baby, At $10 I love a ballot, which means that he harvested 4,500 ballots. Okay. Now, do the math. He said that was the average payout. There were 240 people of the same ones over and over with the same car involved in this. You start doing the math here, 45,000 times 200 because it gave people. Because it gave you control of an economy that's a twenty what a $22 trillion economy. It gave you the control of a, a annual budget of $5.2 trillion. They stole control of the grace. Listen to this. If they're so upfront, why is Biden air taking people from illegal aliens from El Paso, Texas, and flying them in the middle of the night from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. into Scranton, into Wilkes-Barre? Why are they doing this to under the cover of night is the only way these people can operate. These are total scumbags. And we're calling them out. I don't care if the mainstream media likes it or not. They can suck on it. OK, you are scumbags. Everything you've got to do is under the cover of night because in broad daylight, People see how corrupt you are and how you're trying to destroy this country. Of course, $45,000 is tip money compared to the, taking control by winning Georgia, stealing Georgia. John, I know you're going to have it on your show today at 4 o'clock. Anything else? we got to bounce. This is huge. Yeah, you times, it, you times that by, you, you times this by 240 people. You've got $11 million distributed illegally. Then you take, you take 4,500 ballots times 240 people. You're talking about a million ballots, okay. Steve. I mean, this is no joke. <laughs> yeah. Now, subpoenas no, no. are going to be issued, we understand, in the, in the next several days by the Georgia Department of Elections. The uh, Brian Kemp's office kicked this out. They didn't want anything to do with it. So they have to go to Raffensperger. By the way, I'll be yeah. live in Brad Raffensperger's yeah. office for four hours Wednesday, 6 to 10 a.m. on the 15th. He's agreed to take calls for an hour and a half. Just take phone calls we got to get to the bottom of this i'm going to be as always wow. four hours out. do you know how much he won georgia by allegedly won eleven thousand i think it's twelve fourteen thousand total of fourteen thousand it's funny raffsenberger is a guy that was very quiet for a long time denied any allegations of, of wrongdoing refused to investigate anything and now he's coming forward you see these people coming forward, whether it's in Arizona, New Mexico, we're working on something in New Mexico and Georgia. But ultimately, the focus should be Georgia because <laughs> it gets down to Georgia. The presidency was, is a sham and would have been a sham if it weren't for them stealing the Senate. That's the difference. Well, they had, to steal, can, they had to steal the Senate because they had to get certain things passed. Right. He would have just been a puppet. It, it would have been, been a puppet, puppet presidency. 
So, right. but the focus was not the, the most important tagline is not that they stole the presidential election. It's that they stole the Senate. Yeah. All right, guys, hit, hit the share button, share this everywhere. Just take the rumble thing, drop it on all your social media platforms. I know that we'll, we'll get it out there, but I want to I share something with you that, that I shared back on January 5th. Now, January 5th, I, I got on the stage at the Freedom Plaza, and I put it up on the screen, and I go, listen, I don't particularly like people. I like you people, but I don't like people. In other words, I'm an introvert, not an extrovert. I'm still that way. I still, I can get up because I was a CEO of a tech company. I was CEO of many companies. By the way, successful companies that did a lot of great good, hired a lot of great people, people were there for a long time. Our average turnover was 3 to 4% a year. If you want to look at just industry standards, we were, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred percent below the national average in every one of our environments. Um, and so I learned how to take care of people. I learned how to make sure that we were equally yoked in our environment as companies. So when I say that I don't like people, I'm just a guy that I would rather be by like myself reading a book. So doing all the stuff that I do on these podcasts and things like that, I, you know, I doubled down. I doubled down. I got to the place where I'm like, all right, let's go. But, the, but, but me as a person, if I, if I had to go through and do this all over again, mm. Jake, you've seen me on when, when I get away from the office and I'm like, I just want to be by myself. <laughs> yeah, but you don't lie, Joe. You do it all over again. I would do it all over again because it's the right thing to do. And by stealing the, by having the final nail in the coffin and people not standing up and talking about truth, um, our nation right now would be in a different place. I believe that if I wouldn't have stood up on January, or excuse me, on November, on November 9th, if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have stood up on November 9th, well, our country would look a lot different today. Well, I, th I, think, I, I think a Dominion. big component of these people coming forward is that they're starting to realize the state of the country, right? They're starting to see something as incredibly wrong and incredibly, yeah. you know, wrong conveys fraudulence, right? Yeah. And, and so you're, you lit the fire, people in your circle and people that were, you know, kind of the pioneers of this movement lit the fire. But right now that, that fire is it's spreading to people that I think objectively had to take the time to learn that something is severely wrong and something is severely off. And now you're starting to see it between stuff leaking out of Arizona, stuff developing in New Mexico, and a whistleblower coming forward in Georgia. If that information is confirmed and goes to court and put in the spotlight, then technically it's game over. No, don't no? stop. No, because it does, look, what we had in Wisconsin was game, o game over. What we have in Maricopa is game over. What we have in Mesa County, Colorado is game over. That is the destruction of election materials for an election. That is the destruction of logs that show that you erased, that you drew a line, and you erased that line as you drew it. But George is the kingmaker. It goes back to what Chris said way back in the, you know, the, who worked for Dominion back in 2007, 2008 who said, they asked me to lie, Joe, and I wouldn't. They bragged on meetings that they were fixing election, going in and fixing things and getting out, and no one could see that they were inside the elections. It goes back to that behavior. They've been doing this for a long time. But the first thing I want to do right now is I want to show you. I want to show you what me, Joe Oltman, what I, with stacks of manuals, Information I was able to, you know, grab 
mostly from states that frankly wanted to get rid of Dominion. Manuals, stuff that I was able to uncover by getting into state documents that were available, which later they removed most of them, what I was able to create. So let's go ahead and put up the diagram real quick. I'm going to explain this diagram from January 5th. So I built this back in December, and then I had to make sure I clarified it a little bit. So when I built this model, I took all of Dominion's manuals from different places, all the information that was available, and I go, okay, I simplified the system. I, I mean, I super simplified the system. But I did so in a way, and the reason why I did this is because I wanted to show you how easy it is to defraud the American voters. And by the way, this actually plays into all the behavioral deviations that we saw happen on 3rd of November and after when they were counting ballots. So I'm going to start you in the middle, Mr. Producer, the absentee ballots where it has the mailbox right in the middle. And if you're on the audio version, you can't see this. So I'm going to try and describe it the best I can. But you have the absentee ballots, and this is where most of the fraud, the the, the mail-in ballots. I call them absentee, we call them mail-in ballots. So the ma mail-in ballots come in from the mail, they go in their scanned envelopes for the barcode, and then the first adjudication happens in this process. And that's the inspection of the signature, the adjudicate, what I call adjudication one. Now, there are people like uh, Wayne Williams in Colorado who brought Dominion to Colorado, who is a rhino piece of trash, who worked for Runbeck, was literally a state, he is a local elected official, and he works for Runbeck. He works for Runbeck, which is closely associated to the Dominion Voting Systems, which, by the way, in the information you're about to get tomorrow, so you're going to want to tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m., we have uh, David Clements and a special guest that's going to walk through. I still got to figure out who the special guest is. That's going to walk through all of the things that happen in Maricopa County and other counties and across the country that are really things that we probably need to inspect and, and identify. Okay, so adjudication one, you compare the records. Now, Mr. Producer, you're going to have to move it over a little bit so people can see that, that the voter registration validation. So that required you when you're doing a compare of records. Now, what this doesn't show is that Runbeck and others, I tried to simplify this, Runbeck, when they're actually doing the, when they're counting all these mail-in ballots in some warehouse from different states, they have a voter registration validation. That's where they compare those records. If they're rejected, you have a right to cure. They're cured. It goes back to inspect that signature. goes back, and once it says yes, and it goes to verify. So you have to validate that against voter registration validation because you have to make sure that the signature on those envelopes matches the person that voted. Now, this is where we start talking about facts. Most of the places that we went to, like Georgia, the, those signatures didn't match. They didn't match at all. Matter of fact, they look like they were computer generated and or they just had a line or we were able to produce envelopes that were signed by the same person, same signature, same person, not once, twice, but hundreds of times, right? And this is where you get into behavioral deviation. So then it goes to verified. Once it goes to verified, Mr. Producer, you're going to have to shrink this a little bit so people can see it. Guys, listen, there's a reason why I'm going through this. It's super important that you understand why I'm doing this. I'm doing this so you understand that I didn't have as much information then as I have now. Now, you've seen me get fiery pissed over the whole Coomer deal. You've seen me spend $390,000 or whatever I've had to spend over the last year on this. Probably more than that now. Actually, I just got a new bill, so it's more than that. This is important because it shows you the vulnerabilities inside the system. The first vulnerability is going to be an inspection of signature. They can just lie, and they did. And it's death by a thousand cuts. So it's, inspection can be done manually or through automation. They have a thing called Agilis 
that um, does the uh, the verification of the signatures through the machine. Once it gets to verified, the envelope is separated from the ballot. That typically happens between uh, 14 and 15 days before the election. Okay? Now, the envelopes are a great part of the fraud because as you have ballots, you have to have envelopes that match up to absentee ballots. This is one of the issues that happened in Maricopa County specifically. Maricopa County specifically, it wasn't the ballot images and the envelope images, it was the envelope images and some of that stuff was missing. Not only were all the ballot boxes open, but let's get back to the, the idea of this. So verified ballots, fake ballots, ballots, and phantom ballots. So fake ballots are what's called mail, mail ballot printers that print those ballots. You can print 1,000 ballots. Now, the, the way that you actually can get a fake ballot to go through, if it doesn't align, you have mail ballot printers where you're printing ballots, um, you can just remove or bypass the ICX machine inside of certain processes within Dominion, and you could just push that directly into the tabulation environment. Now, the phantom ballots are ballots that are just created out of thin air. And you'd say, come on, Joe, that can't happen. Yes, you can. You do not have access to the system integrity of the system within Dominion. You don't have access to it. You can't see it. Matter of fact, they keep people from getting to that code because they say that it's proprietary. Even though by having access to those machines, being able to inspect that code, you could actually look deeply into what their model methodology, what algorithms are used. And by the way, you don't need an algorithm in order to count ballots. One plus one still equals two. So the next place by which you can actually create fraud is gonna be on the ballots. You can also create it on the envelopes by making sure the envelopes disappear. They're not available. Now keep in mind, everyone in this country that is on the radical left has fought against, and the rhinos, has fought against, specifically, fought against people getting access to ballots and ballot envelopes. Because once you have a picture of the ballots and ballot envelopes, now you start getting into whether or not the paper could or could not be compromised, whether or not the paper was or was not the proper paper that had signatures or, you know, that is some sort of, you know, you know, I use Jovan's you know, kinematic structure to it. Okay? So that goes into the tabulation system. Those fake ballots, ballots, and phantom ballots go into tabulation. Tabulation then goes through an adjudication process. Guys, this is where you can suspend ballots. Adjudication two is the determining of intent. Now, you've heard certain people talk about the fact that you can only adjudicate a single part or modification of a single ballot, right? And that modifications, you can modify one ballot 60 times. None of that stuff makes a difference to me. What I care about is, can I put a fake ballot or can I put a phantom ballot? Can I put an empty ballot? Can I create a ballot? put it through tabulation, go to adjudication, determine intent, and do also and push it into a good count. Can I do all that without anybody seeing it? The answer is yes, you can. See, as a system goes down and comes up, there's much more complications to this that I, I think I need to tell you guys about, actually shrink it just a little bit more, Mr. Producer, that I think that it's important that you understand. In Georgia, in Georgia, the system went down and came back up. In almost every state, we had what's called the Edison Zero. That was a zeroing out of information from Edison that went up to the, so how it works is that you have the system that comes in, that comes into a server, those servers are in Florida and other places, probably in Serbia, 
I, I haven't had a look at the server logs, but I'm going to get access to them because part of this whole thing about going after Coomer again is going to be also going after Dominion. I'm not done. I'm, trust me, I'm, I'm nowhere near being done. But as it goes through this process and it goes into a server, that information goes to CIDL. CIDL then goes to Edison. Edison goes to all of the media. So it's a, it's a, you, can, you can see some of the swing into those areas. But the system goes down and comes back up. Now, let me explain something to you. Once you know who voted, when you get through the verified, right? So the absentee ballots, and they're verified, and you have the real ballots of people that voted that day. Once you have that, and you put in fake ballots or phantom ballots, and you're able to bolster ballots. Remember what I said? Seven ballots, three ballots. Seven ballots for Trump, three ballots for Biden. And let's say they stuffed a bunch of ballot boxes with 20, 30, 50,000. It does not put it past me that there are organizations out there that are designed to defraud the American people because they've been stealing votes. And they had to make sure, based on the number of ballots that came in for Trump supporters, by Trump supporters, that they, they panicked. They had to put as many fake and phantom ballots as they, as they could because they did not anticipate that the country leaned one direction fully. I'm talking about not a red wave, but a wave of waking up by Democrats all over the nation, 74 million of them. So as it gets in there, you, once you know who voted, what else do you know, Mr. Producer? If you know who voted, you also know who didn't vote. Didn't vote. And guys, the validation of this is going to be the dead voters by the thousands. It's going to be people that didn't have the ability to vote that were voted. Had to be to do with the provisional ballots if you look at just the information it's able to collect on a state-by-state basis. And I've got the Edison Zero thing from Drowsy if you want. I'll put it up here in a minute. Let's go through this first. Once you know who voted, you know who didn't vote. And when you put in phantom ballots and fake ballots, and when you actually inflate the ballots by 1,000 apiece, right? Seven ballots for Trump, three ballots for Biden. I add 1,000 ballots to Trump and 1,000 ballots to, to Biden. And you'd say, well, now you're just evening it out. Am I? See, it was a 70% to 30%. Now I'm at nearly a 50-50. Our country is not a 50-50 country. It's not. So this is the system architecture that allows for you to steal the house, literally steal the vote of the American people, to steal who you are. As an American, you are having your vote stolen. And guess what? It looks legitimate. And when you have Runbeck and you have Dominion running side by side because you have to use Runbeck when you're using Dominion, that is their, their approved partner because that's what they talk about. You have to be approved then you have the ability when you know who didn't vote, make this a little smaller, Mr. Producer, please make this a little smaller so I can show you something. I used to think it took an internet access, but it doesn't, it just takes network access to make all of this stuff happen. But keep in mind that I built this reading 24 hours a day for nearly eight days straight. That's how I built this model. And I did an entire math equation based on this. And I did a system architecture overview of what we were able to see in the different states. And then transpose that into what was possibly or more probably going to happen in Georgia on the runoff election on June 5th. See, June 5th is actually the good, it's a good test for us. And I said, listen, what's going to happen? The system's going to come down. It's going to come back up. 
Republicans are going to be winning, and then the Democrats are going to win because the fake and phantom ballots in the system, once they figure out what they need, because all the ballots are closed, everything's in, then I have the ability to do, you know, that mark where it goes up, and you have Biden that shoots up with another 20, 50, 100,000. That is the unanticipated vote change that had to occur. Now it's not just 1,000, 1,000. Now it's 2,500, 1,000. And now they start just moving up, systematically moving up in order to steal the vote. Yes, there were ballot box stu stuffers. But I call them the big cons and the small con, or the small cons and the big con. The big con is stealing your vote by using systematic approach to stealing the election by using the machines. There's no doubt in my mind, and frankly, through all of this stuff, Kumar would be really, he'd be, ha he'd be better off to just walk away from this entire thing because I'm not going to stop. I'm a rabid freaking dog. And I know you're listening. I hope you're listening. And I hope you don't walk away. Please don't. I don't want you to walk away. I want you rabid pieces of trash to understand that it's not hard to understand the system architecture of how you built it. It's just, and I simplified it. So anyway, you have to go out in this process, verified voters, get to an outside registration system. It could be a box that sits there. It could be, it happened in their database. A lot of things could happen. A lot of pl places it could happen, but it only takes one person. There's only one person necessary to make all of this stuff happen. Verified voters, have not voted, goes back in. It's in that suspended status. It goes down. It takes those and puts them into tabulation transfer. Now we have the ability. Now, now, now I want to explain something to you. It will all depend on whether or not this is at a precinct level, a county level, a state level, how the information is fed in. We saw some of this happen in El Paso County, Colorado, where the vote changed by 20,000 votes in the 2020 election, 2021 election, excuse me. So we've talked about math, science, deviations of behavior, deviations of technology, deviations of black letter law, which is what we saw happen in, in uh, Pennsylvania specifically, in um, Georgia specifically, Nevada, Arizona. But I built this model and told them when they're done, the system's going to come down, it's going to come back up because this had to happen and for that to happen. Now we saw in Wisconsin that that little tabulation, little drive that was stuck in the machine, we saw them take a video of the woman pulling it out of the machine, getting in the car, leaving, and all of a sudden she couldn't find it. For a couple hours she couldn't find the tabulation drive. All of a sudden it just showed up for someone else. But we saw her get in the car with it. But somebody else said, oh, you must have left it. It ended up back in the machine a couple hours later, back in the machine in Wisconsin. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how you steal an election. You steal an election by having the small cons and the big cons, the white noise that happens in our society. Now, let me explain this to you by how psyops work and how controlled opposition work and the things to do. Mr. Producer, take this down and put us back up, please. When we talk about the things in, Mr. Producer, take this down. Yeah. When we talk about the things that happen in an election, and you talk about the fact that it's a conspiracy theory. Let me effing tell you something. This is not a theory. And I don't need some piece of trash Antifa journalist and activist telling me that it, I am something that I'm not. Here's what I am. I'm a two-time Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year nominee. I was a finalist in 2020. I have been validated up one side and down the other. When I told them what would happen on January 5th, 
I went to sleep that night, got a phone call at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mr. Producer, did I not get a phone call at 2 o'clock in the morning? Oh, you sure did. And you were there. Oh, yeah. And they said, We were in the hotel room. And please come over here right now. And I did. So you can't, re- you can't revise history. You can't revise history of the fact that, that I 100% told them that I was investigating Antifa, that I have notes, I did all those things, and frankly, I have no dog in the hunt. And this piece of trash says that I did it for advertising clicks. I'm a data company. And frankly, never showed my face on Conservative Daily, and FEC was already doing well, and I was well on my way to selling my company for a lot. Instead, I had to step down as a CEO and divest and, and watch, basically, as they attack people around me. That was fun. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy to defraud you of your voice, and it worked. And I think Bannon said it perfectly. It was worth it for seizing control of the most, one of the most, you know, most powerful economy in the world. What is a few billion dollars if you can corner a few trillion? What, what is a few billion from the past few decades that you've been stealing from the taxpayer? What's a few billion to invest if it means that you're going to get a blank check drawing off the, the backs of the American taxpayer for however much you want? 1.5 trillion here, 2.5 over there, whatever, whatever. $720 billion in test kits for your buddies in Big Pharma. I'd say that's a good rate of return. So that's a good return on investment. I would agree with that. You know, I was looking back. Remember the woman we did the, the piece on in Michigan? The one that was simultaneously working for Dominion as she was a elected mayor official? I was, just yep. dig- I was just scrolling through her Twitter, and she really cleaned it up nicely. She also cleaned up her LinkedIn, too. She, she had a few conflicting uh, job job uh, records there and she cleaned all that up she likes to talk about god a lot now it's funny i still have all his tweets saved and screenshotted which one i have them somewhere from uh, the the mayor of lathrop village the one that her family is pretty much spread all throughout michigan politics best friends with whitmer uh negotiated the contract for dominion but uh i remember one of the tweets it was something to the extent of Sometimes what you do when no one is watching is the most important thing. I thought that was ironic. The left likes to do things when no one's watching. The left likes to do everything when no one's watching because the left is nothing but trash. So, so, so I want to be, be clear as we walk through the stuff with Bannon. I know we have a couple more uh, clips, but I want to tell you first that with this, the show is brought to you by Air Medicare Network. Everyone wants to make sure their family is protected in a medical emergency no matter what the cost. But what most of us do not think about is our insurance does not necessarily cover the cost of emergency medical flights. Do we think about high deductibles and co-pays? I don't think we do most of the time. That is why a- AMCN is so important. If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. And best of all, membership covers the entire household for as little as $85 a month, or excuse me, $85 a year, the entire household. So it covers over 100,000 patients a year whose entire family is covered. Now, as a listener to our show, you can get up to a $50 Visa gift card. I'm not going to talk about the Amazon part. We're going to stay away from that because I don't believe you should support Amazon. So when you're given the choice, do not get a Amazon gift card, get a Visa gift card. 
um, with a new membership, simply uh, visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use the offer code daily. I've told you guys before, I have this. It was the best fire insurance ever. I do travel a little bit. But even if I'm on the highway and something happens, $85 a year, and it covers my whole family. So if my daughter, my son, my wife, my, you know, uh, everyone in my family is covered. Everyone from my family is covered. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily with promo code daily. You know, someone asked in the comments, they said, who is the woman in Michigan? Her name is her pseudonym or her stage name, whatever, whatever sells better on her part, is Kelly Garrett. Two R's, two T's. Her real name is Mikael, Michael, M-Y-K-A-L-E Garrett. We actually did an episode on this a few months ago. I think we should probably run it again, especially with the stuff coming out in Georgia, because it always gets down to following the money. Yeah. Now, if you want to go to fec.gov, which is a public record uh, database of uh, campaign donations, you can search by employer, of which I did a little over a year ago, and you can search by Dominion Voting. Now, the interesting thing about Mikkel is she's very good friends with Kelly Whitmer. What, Kelly, is it Whitmer? No, who's it? What, what, Lauren Whitmer? Who's yeah. the mayor? Lauren, Lauren Whitmer? Who? The, uh, the one from Michigan, the mayor, oh, the governor. It's Whitmer. Whitmer, Whitmer, yeah. good friends with her. Her family's all across uh, state politics, judges, clerks, you know, pretty good for organization. Because it's organized crime. So, Guys, it's organized crime. So you know what it is? Uh, it's organized crime. She, uh, Gretchen, I mean, I never Gretchen heard about this either. She should probably, you know, look, look to clear things up. Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer, right. So they go back a long ways, and there's a small uh, uh, screw-up on her part or wherever it came through, but... She had on her LinkedIn, which she scrubbed, as well as all the strange comments she had on her Twitter before she became really public, uh, she had uh, employment as Dominion Voting Systems, and then it showed on her LinkedIn that she left, and then she went to work for uh, City of uh, Lathrop Village, Mayor of City of Lathrop Village. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. And yeah. negotiated a contract with Dominion while she was so, the mayor. So, so this is And got part. paid for it. The only thing that showed that she wasn't, or the only thing that showed that there was an overlap yeah. when she was trying to portray on her LinkedIn that there wasn't, was a donation that came through and either is employee blue. matching, but it was done under, so you have, uh, you have mayor, 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 Dominion voting systems in chronological order. So at the point in which she's saying she had left uh, being employed by Dominion, a, de a, a, a voting, uh, an FEC record came through while she was simultaneously at city of uh, Lathrop Village mayor, right. you know, an elected official. Now, if you go back to the contract, which you can find, it might be gone offline, but I always keep a copy. Uh, if you go through the contract, her office was communicating with her email at Kelly at Dominion Voting Systems. That's criminal. Ethically, morally, it's criminal. Guys, listen to me, it is criminal. But everything that they're doing is criminal. And they're getting away with criminality. And we're, we're becoming desensitized to it. So let's now step in the gap and decide that we're going to take back everything. And we're, we're not going to put up with their bullshit. Sorry, Mr. Producer. I know I'm, I'm hitting you with a bunch of BS words and sh words. And, and I'm really angry right now. Because I already know what they're doing in Georgia is in order to... Everything that they're doing right now is in order to gaslight you on the fact that the systems are designed to steal the election. And they are so afraid of me. 
They are so afraid of me. They're not just afraid of me. They're afraid of all of the people that have this information. And they're afraid of the people that are mathematicians and they're afraid of, and that's why they don't want us to be able to present the evidence. Well, what was their whole election claim in 2016? Yeah, Russia interfered. We need to impeach him. That was it. That was, that was the story yeah. for four years. Is Russia interfered. Well, yeah, you know, Russia, and then it boiled down in some report that they bought several thousand, ten, several tens of thousands of dollars of ad space on Facebook. And that's what Trump, you know, that was the Russia collusion argument. Russia, Russia, Russia. So, so Yet in the face of all of this, they, they say, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. Go away. Go away. Okay, we're silencing you. Okay, no, now you're a terrorist. Okay, now, now you know, what's next? Oh, they, they, they want to do everything that they can, but they know that they can't. And they overcomplicate it with emotions. At the end of the right. day, they stole your credit card, your credit card, your credit card, the whole American public's credit card, and they're sitting there running it up at Nordstrom's or wherever. This is clearly a... a, a, a metaphorical comparison but they stole our credit cards and they're sitting there running it as fast as they can hoping that we don't call the bank and cancel it okay so that's we, it we have a comment that came in and said none of this crap matters because nothing is going to be done about it trump isn't coming back dumb dumbass joe will stay in office we can have one million percent proof and it wouldn't matter it does matter and that's not true so let me just explain this to you uh, trump's i never thought that trump was going to come back and save us I never thought of it. I never thought any of those things. And matter of fact, Trump, one man can't save this country, but we can. And our complacency and our inability to pull our head out of our ass or out of the sand, you choose, is what has led us to this place right now where we're even having to have, that, have this conversation. I am 100% trying to tell you. And so just so you know, um, Salty, I, I, I don't disagree with you that that, that Trump isn't coming back. I do disagree with you, that, or, that, or that Biden is in office. But they're talking about a red wave right now, as in giving people hope to just wait. We're not waiting. See, you don't fix 2022 unless you fix 2020. And we're not going to stop. This is not like some sort of conspiracy theory that you can sweep under the rug. We're not going to stop. Crime is up 30, 40, 50% across the country. That, by the way, includes most conservative-controlled environments where the crime isn't up at all. And you know why it's not up? Because we have people that respect law and authority inside those environments. And people like me would kick your teeth in if you came to my house. But let's not forget the fact that it's up 100% or 200% and that real people are becoming a victims of people that don't even belong here. The election's stolen. 4,500 stuffed... 250 people, let's say that they say it's 100,000 people. All right, you caught us. Because they're going to have to, at some point, relent because we are arm wrestling them. But people, I am here to tell you 150,000% that the reason why we can save this is because of us, not in spite of us. It's because of us. All right. So go and do your best. Go watch Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon is the one guy in this entire thing that I absolutely just adore. And you can say, I don't like him, or I do like him. Some people are like, ah, he's bad, good, bad. You know, Roger Stone this, Roger Stone that. Blah, blah, blah. I, look, I don't even care. But I do care about the fact that Steve Bannon is a guy that has put his money where his mouth is every step of the way. So go watch him tonight. I think he's on here or just was on. Go back and watch his video on Rumble. As soon as the video is done, put it on there. Um, we, we don't have a, you know, we're going we're gonna to finish up early here. I got a bunch of stuff I got to get done so that I can get some more election fraud information over to a couple people that are executing lawsuits. I do want to tell you guys that we're going to have somebody on that 
has has filed a civil rights violation because most of the votes that they feel were stolen were from minorities. Imagine that. We're standing up for minorities while you're stealing votes from minorities. It's crazy, huh? Okay, so let's let's walk through some stuff if we can. Let's walk through some stuff if we can. Um, we're out of time. And I don't want to beat a dead horse. You got to, you got to see some stuff that rehashed back in uh, January 5th of 2021. And frankly, January 6th, we have prisoners that are still languishing in jail. Um, I wonder what kind of false flags they're going to throw out tomorrow. Quite a few. Tomorrow we're going to have a tribute to the, the people that are held for misdemeanors, for trespassing, where they're basically being beaten and abused. And abused. We're going to have a tribute to them tomorrow. Um, if you like the podcast, please su- subscribe to us on Rumble at Conservative Daily. Follow Conservative Daily on Telegram, and that's Telegram is Conservative Daily, all one word. You can follow me at Joe Oltman. That's J-O-E-O-L-T-M-A-N-N. Um, you can also find us live at Conservative Daily, conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, and CloudHub. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Yes, I do have a little paper here that I have to read from. Normally, it comes across the screen. But they want me to be more, how would you say it? Hey, can you put up the Fed Boy one over Jake? I kind of like that. Here it comes. Oh, you guys can work on that later. He's leaving it up, too. That's terrible. Share this episode if you like it and hear with someone um, who needs to who needs to hear it or enjoy it and needs to hear this message. Um, if you want to know when we go live, you can text FREEDOM to 89517 and sign up for our text alerts. You can also go to the link in the description and get to a newsletter. Um, the memberships, which was, which was supposed to launch three weeks ago, I guess is getting ready to launch, and the memberships will allow you to you know, become a member. It's $15 a month, I think, is the cheapest, and then you have $39 a month, which allows you to fax to Congress every single day. And then it goes up from there to founding members. We'll be launching that in the next couple of days so you have an opportunity to support us there. Um, that is it for this, con- this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We'll be glad to have Max back on January 11th. And until then, it'll be me and Jake and Apollo and Zach and Josh and all of us here at Conservative Daily. I want you to know a couple things. One, we don't believe in hopium. We believe in accountability. 2022 is a year of accountability. Relentless accountability. And we're here for you. So God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Let's say a prayer for everyone across this nation. But let's say a prayer for other nations as well. There's a lot of people out there that have a little bit more courage in doing a little bit more than what we're doing here. But remember, it is the it is the communists on one side, it is the Americans on the other. Line is very thin. And we must stand up, stand together, and take back our nation from these really evil, terrible people. My name is Joe Oltman. And I'm Jake Frejo. And we're here from Conservative Daily Podcast. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow.